0: Hey everyone, this is John from PureAndSimpleBible.com. This month we're pondering some basic yet essential elements of the good news about Jesus. We're considering the big picture. How do Christians view God and the world around us that God made? What is God like? Why, Why should we worship God? These questions and more will be discussed all month long. Now, last week we considered a theistic worldview. Genesis 1.1 helps those who believe in God to frame their reality and their belief system, their the life and the actions that are based off of that. This week we're going to look at the existence and the nature of God. Now, this could be a huge undertaking and we could spend hours and hours and days and days and there's so much time talking about the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. However, there are two basic questions that we want to try to answer. One, is there a God? And two, if so, what is this God like? For now, let's consider the reflection verse for the episode. It's Psalm 19, verse 1. Let's hear it together.
1: The heavens are telling of the glory of God, and their expanse is declaring the work of His hands.
0: We're going to connect that verse and topic to a song. I was able to record our congregation singing this one back at our fall gospel meeting. Let's listen to a single verse of it, And then consider the song's message. love that song. The bass leads the chorus and it just rumbles like thunder whenever you're sitting there in the pew. Joining me once again to talk about the good news concerning the nature of God is Aubrey. Hey Aubrey, thanks for coming back on the podcast. Hey John, great to be back. So, what did you think of when you hear that song?
1: Oh, I love singing, Our God He Is Alive. It really sends home a clear message that there is a God and He
0: is in control. That's a good thought. You know Aubrey, not everyone agrees with what you said though. There are many questions that people have in life, and some of the most foundational ones usually revolve around if there's a God or not. People ask, uh, why are we here, and, and what is their purpose? And I think we can find the answers to such questions when we meditate on these. Is there a God? And if so, what is this God like? Those are two very important questions. In fact,
1: I want to encourage everyone listening, don't be afraid to ask questions.
0: It helps you grow in your faith. That's right. So let's begin with the first question. Is there a God? You know, the simple answer is, yes, there is a God. But not everybody's satisfied with just that simple answer, are they? No, no, not at all. Many people
1: demand proof. But, you know, proving that God exists is not the same as proving 2 plus 2 equals 4. Proving the existence of God requires faith Based on evidence that's provided. Faith based on evidence. Seems like some might reject that type of proof. Well, they might, but basing a decision on evidence is an acceptable form of proof in many cases.
0: Oh, really? Can you give me an example of when it's okay to make a decision based off evidence and faith? Sure. Uh, Suppose, for example, that a man is on trial
1: for a crime. Now, the judge and jury listen to the case, and make a decision based on the evidence. Now, the judge and jury did not witness anything, and so to reach a verdict, they look at all the evidence and choose the most probable
0: answer. Hey, that's a great example. I could totally see how we can make decisions based on evidence and faith. Now, using that example, I can also see that even though we all have the same earth facts and evidences the conclusions might vary
1: well some look at the evidence but refuse to believe it they are convinced that we evolved without a creator Uh, but christians on the other hand look at
0: the very same evidence and conclude that there must have been a creator that's right and as a christian i determined that god created the world based on the following evidence first we can have faith in god because of the things that
1: he's made I, i agree we can use the reflection verse for this podcast to help us understand that point of evidence. You remember Psalm 19 in verse 1? Uh-huh. It says, "The heavens are telling of the glory of God, and their expanse
0: is declaring the work of his hands." And so, an honest heart can look up on the majesty of mountains, on trees, on the sunrise or on a starry night and can have faith in God. All of creation, all of life cannot come from nothing. To believe such would deny the evidence around us. Aubrey, what's another evidence that there is a God? Well, we can also have faith
1: in God because our hearts or our conscience tell us so. Uh, The Bible says in Ecclesiastes 3 and verse 11, he has made everything appropriate in its time. He has also set eternity in their heart.
0: That's a great scripture. It helps me understand that inside all of us is kind of like a spiritual craving for something greater than ourselves. This is God-given, and it's an evidence to indicate that he's real.
1: You're right. It's a powerful evidence for the existence of God. And, and this eternity setting, as it were, within us has led people to worship something greater than themselves for thousands of years. Uh, and this sense of wonder comes from God. And so mankind has always tried to make some
0: sense of it. And when people refuse to accept the evidence... They try to find different answers for this eternity within their hearts. Sadly, there won't be anything to satisfy it unless one returns to a true faith in God. Yeah, that's true. Um, And you know, even though I can't understand eternity,
1: it's just hard to wrap my mind around, I can have peace knowing that God loves me and wants me to live in heaven eternally after this life.
0: So what about you, John? Is there another evidence for the existence of God? Oh, yes, sir. I think there's many. Uh, For the sake of time, we should consider this. Uh, We have faith in God because he's revealed himself to us through the Bible. The Bible says in 2 Timothy 3.16, all scripture is inspired by God. And so this great book allows all men everywhere to know that there is a God. Okay, but how does reading a book about God prove that he
1: exists? I mean, how do we know the Bible speaks truthfully about this?
0: (laughs) That's a great question. People ask that question all the time. It's worthy of a longer answer than what I might give at this moment. But for now, we can say this. Within the book are prophecies written hundreds, sometimes even thousands of years before their fulfillment. And secular history has proven biblical prophecies to be true. Therefore, this book is proven to be from God because if only a man wrote it How could they have predicted those prophecies so far in advance? Well, that's
1: a good point. It seems to me like the only reasonable conclusion is that God really
0: was behind the Bible,
1: shaping and influencing those who wrote it over a 1,600-year
0: span. Amen. So, is there a God? Well, God's creation, our own conscience, and the Bible all testify that there is a God. These evidences lead us to that conclusion. So... If we know
1: there is a God, I think the next natural question is, what is that God like? I think
0: that's a great follow-up question, too. The Scriptures give us so many examples of God's nature, and these help us understand what we need to know about God. We went over a few of them last week when we considered a theistic worldview. Genesis 1, verse 1, for example, says that in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Aubrey, can you remind us what those three qualities of God were that we learned about from this verse? Oh, yeah. Let's review. Um, First, we can see that God is eternal.
1: Uh, He has no beginning or end. Uh And God's eternal nature enables him to be the creator, according to Psalm 90 and verse 2. Right. Uh, Secondly, God is all-powerful. The evidence of his creation indicates his mighty power, according to Genesis 18 and verse 14. And then third... Uh, God is all-knowing. So if we were to compare all the knowledge of humanity against God's, humanity's understanding falls far short. First uh, John 3 and verse 20.
0: Hey, excellent memory. When I think about a God who is eternal and all-powerful and all-knowing, you know, I've wondered and I've had people ask me, "Well, is such a God good or bad?" Could can, can such a powerful God really care about us?
1: I think it's only natural to wonder that, but the Bible does affirm that God is indeed good and cares deeply for you and me.
0: I agree. So for example, the Bible says in 1 John 1, verse 5, that God is light. That's one attribute we could talk about. Uh, it's a word picture. And it's painted in our minds to compare light and darkness as the examples of good and evil. So God is pure goodness, and that's manifest as pure light. Well, that's right,
1: and in 1 John chapter 4, and verse 8, we see another attribute, and that is that God is love. So the love of God is pure. It's not self-seeking, and it's looking for the best in others despite
0: how others treat him in return. That's a good point. You know, we could also see that God is holy. And to be holy means to be sacred or set apart. And God is sacred because he's created all things in his pure goodness, and he's set apart because there's none like him. The Bible says in Leviticus 19, 2, You shall be holy, for I, the Lord your God, am holy.
1: You know, even
0: though God
1: is light and love and, and holiness, and we see that he can have no fellowship with darkness, the Bible also says that God is merciful. And... That means he's given the opportunity for us to overcome sin and enjoy fellowship with him. You know, the Bible says the Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abundant in loving kindness. That's in Psalm
0: 103 in verse 8. Finally, we'll end with God is a father to us all. You know, some have a dad who cares about them while others may have had a father who mistreated them or abandoned them. Um, our relationships with our earthly fathers are all kind of different. However, with God, everyone can have a heavenly Father who loves and cares about all of us deeper than we may ever know. That's wonderful. You know, I think about what the Bible
1: says in Romans eight fifteen through 16. It says, You have received a spirit of adoption as sons by which we cry out, Abba, Father. Um, The Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are children of God. How amazing to know that God loves us like a father loves his own children. It
0: is amazing. And it's such a comfort to see that this great God, this omnipotent, omnipresent, this all-powerful being sees us as children and that he wants to adopt us as children. You know, adoption is is a love of choice. It's not even your natural born, but one that's uh, brought into the family this is how God loves us. Now, as we're preparing to end, Aubrey, can you sum up and answer this question for me? Is there a God? Sure. So,
1: the answer is yes, there is a God. And by faith, we can see evidence for an eternal, all-powerful, and all-knowing God in the creation, uh, within our eternity-minded hearts, and within the Bible. So, Knowing that, John, why don't you tell us what God is like?
0: Okay, well, the Bible tells us many things, but we can sum it up with what we've previously mentioned. God is light and love and holiness. We also see that God is merciful and desires to be a father to all of us. I think this is a good place to end. What a mighty God we serve. Thanks for talking with me, Aubrey. Lord willing, I'll see you next week, right? John, if the Lord wills, I'll be here. All right. Now, before you go, do you remember that song that we listened to in the intro of the podcast? It was called, Our God, He is Alive. It was written by Aaron Wesley Dickus back in 1966. Let's listen to a verse of Our God, He is Alive together and spend the time appreciating its value with our Bible conversation about the nature of God. song really gets me going. I love it. You can find Our God, He is Alive, along with every song of the week on the podcast page at pureandsimplebible.com. While you're there, check out the other podcasts and the study resources that are yours to use absolutely free. And don't forget to like, subscribe, and share the podcast across social media. Do you remember the reflection verse? It's Psalm 19 verse 1. Let's hear it one more time together. The heavens are telling
1: of the glory of God, and their expanse is declaring the work of his hands.
0: God is real, and the evidence points to a creator, and not to a world and a universe that was an accident. I hope you'll join us next week as we ask ourselves, why should we worship God? Until then, this is Jonathan Edwards. Always remember, God loves you very much, and I do too. Lord willing, see you next week.
2: (laughs) Well, I'm here to tell you a story, a story that is true About a judge by the name of...